Hi, this is Scott Greenia from Fairfax, Vermont, also known as Scotty the Q, and you're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Welcome to the Barbecue Central Show, the show where we talk about all things that are important in the world of barbecue. From big-name interviews with competitors on the barbecue circuit, grill manufacturers and pit makers, to advice on cooking brisket and ribs, you'll find it all right here on the Barbecue Central Show. Your host, Greg Rempe, is a backyard barbecue and grilling fanatic and loves to talk about his passion, which many of us share together. You can learn more about barbecue and grilling by visiting Visiting the website, thebbqcentral.com. Now, let's get in the smoke. Here's your program host, Greg Rempe. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Really Big Barbecue Central Show. Yeah, it's the show that talks about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling. We originate from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city, Cleveland, Ohio, rapidly becoming known as the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I am your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday outdoor live fire cooking grilling show. It always happens here on a Tuesday, so happy to have you aboard. Thanks for joining me. I certainly appreciate it. You want to get in touch with the show tonight, you can do so one of two ways. The consistent two ways that have been availed to you for low what is these now many almost four years of the live show if you can believe it or not toll free 877-448-0433 877-448-0433 you can also email the show if you would like to at any point greg at the bbq central show.com greg is one g by the way g-r-e-g at the bbq central show.com don't forget the the in the front part of that ending that's how you do it. One, both, neither. Lay out, enjoy the entertainment value, the information value of the show. If you're good with that, I'm good with that as well. 877 448 Greg at the Here's what's happening on the show tonight. Big one planned for you, as always. Coming up in about 12 minutes from now, we are looking at an interview with Bob Trudnack, from the Barbecue Guru. Barbecue Guru, of course, the longest-running sponsor of the show. And we got some uh, a, a new item to talk about with Barbecue Bob. So we're going to be joining him in about uh, 12 minutes from now, see what he's up to, see what the new product is all about. So here we go. 35 past the hour, a uh, not so frequent, but he's here uh, from time to time, very busy, one of the premier barbecue bloggers out there in the blogosphere and the interwebs. John Dawson from PatioDaddyOBBQ.com will be joining us. He's got a couple recipes that we're going to be throwing around a little bit. So if you're looking for something to make this coming weekend, you want to get outside the box a little bit. John, definitely, should I say, irreverent with some of his recipe choices and the things that he decides to go uh, and do on the grill. Sometimes not on the grill, but mostly it is a barbecue and grilling blog. So, when he's cooking, uh, the the recipes that are going on in his head, always kind of interesting to see where it all starts. I remember asking him about that uh, many months ago. How does that, uh, when I'm walking down the grocery store aisle, I don't see something and then automatically it sparks an interest or a thought and that these things could play well with each other. That's not necessarily how my mind works. 
But John has a, a great food blog. If you've never seen it, you want to check that out. And he does some reviews as well. So uh, looking forward to his conversation in about a half an hour from now. That'll wrap up the first part of the show. Second hour, another sponsor of the show, and he has been on the show a few times. And one of the premier competition cooks out there on the circuit today, Dave Bosco from Butcher BBQ. So we're going to be looking at uh, a few different things with Dave. I thought it would be interesting, A, to kind of rehash what his claim to fame is, which is injections, but uh, two other parts to that. One would be, you know, Dave is a butcher. He knows all about meat. He knows all about uh, butchering, and uh, so I thought, why not have a little conversation during that main segment of the second hour we can talk about you know, well, what is it like in, you know, food processing these days? How are the animals being treated overall? What processes does he like? What processes does he not like? What are what do we not know about as a consuming meat public? Because I think it's safe to say that we might have more of a keen eye on what we're looking for when we're going for the pricier cuts of beef for the better, more niche-made or or artisan-producing type uh, chicken producer, poultry, pork, and the beef, all that good stuff. So we can talk to Dave about that. And then, you know, what is it like? I mean, what what are slaughterhouses like? What's it like to have them processed out? How do they show up in a butcher? What are they doing to them? So, you know, maybe a little bit more insight from somebody who has a vast amount a lifetime of experience in the butchering business. I mean, that's what he does, aside from produce some of the best and most successful injections that are out there on the competition trail, as always. So uh, look for Dave Bosca coming up at about, uh, well, it'll be, be about an hour from now, 14 past the, the second hour, which is 10 o'clock. And always trust your butcher. You can uh, check out his stuff, butcherbbq.com. you also hear a lot of read at some point during the show for Dave as well. Closing down the show. Had somebody back out on me last minute, but I thought, you know, we could obviously have a, a reset of the show, kind of wrap it up a little bit. But then, believe it or not, gang, there are a, I would say, vast amount of just novice side grillers and barbecuers. And when it gets to this point in the year, believe it or not, gang, we are November 1st. What? I said we are November 1st as of today. So winter getting ready to roll in for those of us that are experiencing the seasonal changes. We certainly do here in the Midwest. I don't even know if can Ohio be classified as Midwest. I always think more like Kansas, but that's middle of the country, whatever. We're going to get winter here for the next six months, seven months, if we're lucky. And a lot of people pack it up. A lot of people put the grills away. They got the big yard sheds or they have huge expansive garages or very large attics. Just kidding. So how do you break them? How do you break them down? How do you put them away? Make them nice and sleepy time so when spring comes, you can go ahead and break them out and and be more or less ready to go. Do a little maintenance now while it's cold because if you're not going to man up and cook during the winter for all 12 months then if you're going to be manning down in this instance, why not put a little extra work in now to put that baby to bed so when it's time to roll out, probably in your mind, which would be a Memorial Day, 
it's kind of ready to go. A few things would need to be done at that point to get you uh, ready to be fired up, rocking and rolling, ushering in a new season of uh, barbecuing and grilling. All right, let's go ahead and hit the instant chat real quick. Oh, here's a message from uh, Dave Bosco right now. Greg, can you explain your pick on your Facebook page about your costume? Yeah, it was a geriatric page. Could you tell by the um, nursing home gowns that I had on? You probably didn't see the shot of my diaper. And then my Coke bottle glasses, because let's face it, typically, Dave, if you've gone through any of these nursing homes, these skilled facilities, the average age isn't, you know, 30. Young buck, buff, full of muscles, vim and vigor of life, piss and vinegar, if you will. They're a little more on the back edge of the old uh, career called life. They're lonely. People have put them in there. They've been shunned from society for the most part. And you have some long-termers. And you have some people that are rehabbing that are going to eventually, hopefully, be able to be released back on their own uh, recognizance. That's not right. Back under their own uh, power or maybe released to a family member that is going to be able to look after them. Recognizance. Under your own uh, looking around for enemies. Never mind. Uh, So this is, I I was trying to dress the part of uh, the lifer of the nursing facility. Somebody that is there somebody who's been checked in because they're just a danger to their self and others to be left to their own devices anywhere else other than that. So that would explain the uh, Harry Carey Coke bottle glasses, the dual gowns, and, uh, you know, the rest was just me. Uh, You know, bad hair, bad face, all that other stuff. So uh, that's the explanation about the costume that you saw on my Facebook page, which I did not post, by the way. So I just want to thank my uh, lovely wife for allowing uh, everybody to see me in my awesome Halloween costume. That's the story with that, Dave. Thank you for noticing. Hopefully you liked it. Did you like it? I don't know. We'll see, I guess. That'll be the poll question for the night. Did you see my Facebook page? If you didn't, race to it right now and uh, check out some absolutely fabulous candid shots of me at the Rempy Halloween throwdown that we had here over the past weekend. Fun had by all, and uh, some great costumes. I mean, you thought mine was good. Uh, There was a lot better ones than mine that were frequenting the party. All right, gang, let me tell you quickly, because, you know, you think you you hear the same commercial over and over again. You don't ever think that it's actually going to be coming to fruition, and that's where you're wrong, my friends, because guess what? This Saturday... Fred Bernardo's Turkey Fest 2011 takes place. That's right, November 5th from 10 a.m. until 3 p.m. The smoking guitar player and the people at Fred's Music and Tasty Licks Barbecue Supply invite you to an all-day turkey grilling and roasting demonstration at the barbecue showroom at 214 West Lancaster Avenue in beautiful Shillington, Pennsylvania. They'll be cooking on Big Green Egg and other fantastic grills and smokers. And here's the Demon demonstration class roster in case you uh, haven't heard it yet. You've been living under a rock. Mad Max Rosen demonstrates the Mad Max turkey method. Max makes his third annual appearance. He comes from Virginia every year to show all the eggheads his foolproof method for roasting a turkey on that big green egg. Then you have Walter Carroll doing the apple cider turkey. He's the big green egg distributor representative. 
He'll be demonstrating for about the 10th time this year his delicious turkey roasting method flavored with apple cider. Definitely a flavor of the season. Can't beat it. Apple cider is a terrific flavoring additive to turkey. Then you have Steve Schmidt from Schmidt's Poultry in the Shillington Farmer's Market. He'll construct and cook right before your very eyes a turducken. That's right. It's a chicken stuffed inside of a duck. Then you take that duck, you throw it inside of a turkey, and you roast it. You really get a kick out of this dish, seeing it being constructed right in front of your very eyes, sampling it after it's done. It's a very popular dish in the southern United States as well, in case you didn't know that. And the smoking guitar player himself is going to be closing out the show. If this was a music concert, all these other people would be warm-ups and featured, but then you have the headliner himself, Fred Bonato, preparing and roasting a spatchcock. I said a spatchcock. Excuse me, sir. A spatchcock turkey and a beer can turkey. They're both hits every year. You'll learn how you can roast a turkey to perfection on your grill in less than two hours. It's a full lineup. It's going to be one of the best things that's happening in November, aside from Thanksgiving itself, heading into Christmas, believe it or not. The fun will start around 10 a.m. You'll be there until about 3 or after. And it's at 214 West Lancaster Avenue in Shillington, Pennsylvania. If you want to call, see if there's still place, uh, space available, do so. 800-677-2882. That's 800-677-2882. Or visit Fred's Music and bbq.com that's fred's music and bbq.com turkey fest 2011 this saturday we'll step away for a quick break we're coming back with bob trudnack from the barbecue guru stick around Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. Just coming up on 14 past the hour. Don't forget, coming up at 35 past, John Dawson, Patio Daddio BBQ. We'll be talking about some brining, and we'll be talking about some recipes. Also, we're going to be having Dave Bosca, Butcher Barbecue, joining us in the second hour. I will tell you in expediting and exponential fashion on how to properly put away your grill if you're actually going to be doing that. If not, I can understand. Who would want to do that? Not me. All right, let's go to the hotline. Long-time sponsor of this. Please record your message. Oh, oh. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Bob, Greg, we're live on the air uh, talking about party cue. Yeah. So I'm going to try and call you right back. And if you don't pick up, I'm going to leave you this number, 216-220-0966. Call me back. Uh, You are on the clock with uh, 18 minutes to go. Calling you right back. There we go, everybody. That was Bob Trudnack. And I did tell him it was tonight, right? Now, see, this is where I get all antsy. I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) I didn't do it right. No. All right, let's uh, go ahead and race to the hotline again. Bob Trudnack from the Barbecue Guru. Bob, how are you, buddy? 
Hey, Greg. How are you, bud? I'm doing absolutely fabulous, Bob. Appreciate you making time for the show tonight. Uh, before we get into the big announcement, uh, how about just a, a brief recap of how the competition side of things has been going for the Barbecue Guru this year? Okay. Well, it wasn't too bad. I mean, we didn't have the season we had last year, but um, we've uh, we continued to um, stay in the top for the most part. Um, I think our best overall was third place in Wildwood at 6017. Um, you know, you have some good years and bad years, but you got to keep going through it, you know? So when you look at the year that you had last year, is it, I mean, is it easy to just look back and reflect and still have some of that enjoyment and fun? I mean, you had some uh, very big wins. Uh, you had that reserve down at the uh, Jack Daniels as well. Did you anticipate that you might just kind of steamroll that right into this year, or is is each year its own little monster, and you can't uh, necessarily anticipate what might have worked well the following year is going to work well uh, just as or just as well the the, the upcoming season? Well, when you have a, a great season like that, you kind of you kind of hope that you, you continue to roll things into the into the next year. Um, but you get humbled pretty easily out there. Uh, with all the, the teams taking classes and learning more and more, it, it's it's hard to keep uh, keep your your barbecue at the top. All you can do is cook your best food at every contest and just keep your head in the game. And uh, you know you, you'll you'll get through it. Now, so, what, let's hope next year is a better year than this year. Well, I mean, will you be looking to make any type of wholesale changes to you know meats that you're using, different suppliers or flavor profiles, uh, or any tweaks that you're thinking about making? Well, we actually uh, we changed some meat suppliers uh, this past season, uh, and I out for the for the past. I think we struggled brisket uh, a lot this year. It was kind of a mystery to me because I thought our brisket was on point, uh, no pun intended, uh, with <laughs> our flavor profile, our presentations. There, it really was the same thing we were doing the previous year, and I was very happy with our product, and it just didn't score well. And we would do three, three top ten for chicken and uh, ribs, and then what we thought was fantastic first, it would take 24th or 30th. So it was kind of it was frustrating. And, you know, you kind of throw your hands up and say, what's going on? you just cooking your best food and out there and, and trying to figure out what could possibly be going wrong. Um, you know, we did break the seasons. Our brisket score, but you know how that brisket score up, and then you think chicken or whatever. But uh, it was raw. You know, we always have out there. Um, we always go out there to see friends and talk barbecue and. Um, what, what, what are you gonna do? I mean, do do you also go out there, or is the main idea when you're out there? I mean, obviously you want to go and compete well, but is it to show what the product itself can do in a in a competition? Oh, in a competition way, yeah. Of course. Yeah, we're out there cooking on Onyx ovens. We're cooking on our equipment. Um, we're using the DigiQs and the CyberQs, and um, 
Yeah, we're out there to show our product, show people that it's as good as anything else, if not better. And, you know, we're having a lot of fun doing it. Bob Trudnack, so, master of uh, Barbecue Guru, joining us here on the show. BBQGuru.com is the website. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and get to the uh, major announcement. For the people that are on the mailing list, this showed up in my inbox yesterday, so I wanted to have you on, Bob, to talk about it and kind of uh, announce it to the Centralites. There's a new product that Barbecue Guru is rolling out. Why don't you tell us about it? Okay. Well, we're very excited to announce our brand-new control uh, called the Party Queue. And the Party Queue is the first and only battery-operated, self-contained barbecue temperature control. It's a, um, it's our, it's, it kind of takes over where the pit minder left off and where the nano cue was. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pit probe. Uh, you set your cooking temperature, got a nice big bright display. Um, it's got a five CFM fan built into it and it's meant for small and medium backyard cookers, any ceramic cookers, Weber's, um, all the kettle grills, the bullet type smokers. You're not going to put this on your big offset because um, it's got a five CFM fan built in, but it's very easy to use. I mean, super simple. Um, and and the fact that it's got batteries, you just plug and play. All right. So, so there's no you know having to worry about power. When you are concept, or I guess you know you're, you're constantly getting feedback from all of the the guru lovers, uh, pro- probably the people that have been uh, maybe a little less impressed with the product after they bought it. So you're constantly getting feedback. You're evaluating the marketplace. At what point did you realize that this is something that needed to uh, get on the barbecue guru supply shelves and be made available to the masses? Well, early on we had the, the pit miner, which was. Basically the same thing. Um, it was analog, uh, but it was a control, and it was a fan. We had a four CFM fan on that control, and it was, they were built together. And you put it in through an adapter into your cooker, and it had a little dial on it. And, it, and you can set it in fifteen. It was fifteen degree increments, and people loved it for its simplicity. And we did away with it because it was kind of hard to find those analog parts and they were getting very expensive. People just didn't do analog stuff anymore. So we had to go digital. Um, and I hated to see that go away because we get such great reviews on it. People loved it, but it just wasn't cost effective anymore. And when we went to the nano queue, um, there was no display in the nano queue to keep the, the cost down, mm-hmm. to give something to people that was, you know, at a, a, a very good price, very moderate price. And, you know, I just knew that we, we knew there was something missing and we, we knew people needed to see a display. They needed to see a number, right. something to guide them. And that's what we did with the, with the party kit is we're giving them the simplicity of the pit minder with the nice new bright red or uh, bright display, LCD display. And we're very happy about it. And the fact that it's battery-operated is just awesome, and we're getting great feedback. Yeah, and it's like a, a truly self-contained unit, which makes it even better. Yeah, yeah. 
Bob Trudnack exactly. joining us here on the show. BBQGuru.com. We're talking about their newest automatic temperature control device, the Party Q. So this is going to be in replacement of the Nano Q then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll phase the Nano Q out. Um, there's still a lot of people who love the Nano Q, and, and we're still putting them out there, but uh, we will eventually fade it out. And um, we are selling the Party Q like hotcakes right now. All right, so uh, recommended retail price for Party Q right now? Um, you can you can buy it two different ways. Um, if you have, say, a Weber Smoky Mountain, you have the 18 or 22 inch. I do. Which already has the lower damper. Um, it, it sells for 129. You do not need an adapter. Wow. If you have a grill such as a kettle or another bullet-type smoker, or anything metal that you can drill into, um, you'll drill a 7 8 hole, and you don't need an adapter. That'll sell for 129 If you have any ceramic grill, you obviously can't drill into it, so you'll buy one of our ceramic grill adapters with the party queue. It'll come as a package, and it, it, it shows you on the website. You choose your grill, and it Gives you the package there, and it's one thirty-nine. So it's an additional ten dollars, and you get the adapter for your ceramic grill. Yeah, so certainly very price competitive when you're looking at other items in the market. And, and aside from the other options of automatic temperature control that the Barbecue Guru is currently offering, getting a lot of buzz right here in the instant feedback uh, chat room for the people that are listening to the show live. Bob, any idea how long the batteries are going to get or what kind of a lifetime you get on the batteries? Obviously, I know a lot is dependent on use, but do you have any type of gauge on that? Yeah, it's going to vary for everybody depending on usage and depending on you know how long the fan runs. But we're getting uh, 25 to 30 hours at the fan running at 40% constantly. So if the fan runs 40% of the time, it's, it's on for that cook you're going to get about 25 to 30 hours. When you're at temperature, uh, the fan may not run 40% of the time. So uh, I'm going to say at the very least you get 25 hours of cooking time on a set on four AA batteries. And what kind of uh, protection are you looking at? You know, if, if you catch a rainstorm overnight, are they uh, durable? Or are you going to need to get these covered up, or what's that like? Yeah, you should probably cover it like you do our other controls. Um, again, the fan portion of it and, and the probe wire can take rain, but, you know, throw a little Ziploc over it if you're going to get a good rain or, or bring your cooker under a roof or something like that. You know, they are, they're, they're very durable, but they are electronics, and, and you want to protect them. All right, so we're looking at $129 uh, or 139 for the ceramic units. And again, self-contained unit. You're getting the display. You're getting the five CFM fan. You're getting, and it's running on batteries, so it doesn't get more uh, mobile and transportable than that. Um, for the people that don't understand how automatic temperature control works, Bob, I mean, just in general, let's say I get this and I'm putting it on. Uh, you're setting a temperature. I understand that, uh, but if you could break it down a little bit more intricately for us on how it works, and you know, what if I take the top off of it? Is it gonna, you know, obviously the heat's gonna rise out of it. Is it just gonna kick on and run like a, a mother, or does it have some type of software built into <laughs> that to to not do that? Yeah, yeah, it'll have um, the uh, built-in open lid detect. But you know, in general, look, you're cooking on charcoal, and you have to worry about allowing the right amount of air into your cooker and, and exhausting the right amount of air. 
So you're setting an intake damper, you're setting an exhaust damper. Well, as the cook, um, as you go through the cook, you have to worry about weather conditions. You have to worry about, you know, just temperatures in general. And you want to keep an eye on, are you keeping and maintaining an even temperature? And things can change throughout the night. If you're doing an overnight cook or, you know, you have a busy day and you're doing an eight-hour cook or a 14-hour cook, things change and you want to keep on top of it. What our controls do is allow you to get other things done or get some sleep, and this maintains the airflow to the cooker to give you an even temperature throughout the cook. So in general, you know, it's power draft. We're keeping even temperatures for you so you can do other things. And the party queue is in the simplest form of that control. It's very easy to use. It's great for the beginner. It's great for the guy who goes out and buys his first charcoal grill, or you have a smaller grill such as a, a kettle or a Smoky Mountain, and you're looking at you know kind of break into the uh, the barbecue world, the charcoal cooking world, and you want a temperature control. Yeah, I was going to say, and given the size of the fan. And look, uh, you look at me, if you know me for two minutes, you realize I'm not the sharpest knife in the box. So easy for me is means anybody else can use it. Uh, so this seems like it fits, A, that for me, but, but more importantly, the Barbecue Guru, because you guys want to sell a lot of stuff, is the fact that you're probably covering the majority of uh, backdoor warriors like my, or uh, backyard warriors like myself. You know, we don't have huge pits, so we don't have jambo pits or the huge stump smokers or anything like that. I have a couple 18, and, or I'm sorry, a couple of uh, 18 and a half inch Weber Smoky Mountains. Uh, I have a Bubba keg, so th- this will fit all of those. Exactly. Exactly. You can put this on your bubble keg with the um, with the uh, ceramic style adapter, and you're going to put these on your uh, Weber Smoky Mountains by just pushing the nozzle into one of the bottom damper holes and screwing the sheet metal nut down. Um, no tools required, and you're cooking. Yeah, doesn't get simpler than that. Uh, BarbecueGuru.com. Uh, BBQGuru.com is the web address, and these are available for sale right now, right, Bob? They are available for sale. Yep, they went on the market on Sunday afternoon. All right, so uh, that is the party queue. Again, you're looking at 129 for uh, you know traditional medium to, to small cookers, 139 for those ceramic styles. Uh, Bob, what else uh, product-wise uh, would you like to mention? Anything new that you're working on that you can let us in? Uh, or, uh, you know, how's the, how's the Onyx oven? What do you got? Well, we got, you know, our Onyx oven is selling very well. Uh, the Onyx oven is, is a great smoker. It's lightweight. Um, it, it does a lot of what the ceramic cookers do. It, it, um, you can do any style of cooking on it. You can grill, you can smoke, you can bake, you can roast. And we're getting over 25 hours of cooking time on seven pounds of charcoal. So, you know, it's a metal cabinet style smoker, but it's, it's really competing with the ceramics as far as, um, you know, capability. Um, and, you know, we may have some other things up our sleeve uh, that will come out in the first of the year, but I can't really discuss it right now. Under uh, lock and key right now, right? Under lock and key, Greg. Did, uh, you know, I remember talking with Shotgun Fred uh, probably, it has to be years ago now, and I thought he yeah. mentioned uh, offhanded that they, you guys were working on your own hardwood lump charcoal maker. Did that, like, make it out onto the market? 
Well, um, Fred has, you know, he's he's constantly uh, <laughs> working on new products, and God love him, he's he's not doing that well right now. He's got um, ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, yeah. so he's he's fighting right now. Um, but yeah, he's um, there is a charcoal maker that kind of was kind of uh, three quarters away through the process of development. Um, and we'll continue to work on that for him. Um, but it's it's not something that we have active on the website right now. All right, Bob uh, Trudnack joining us here on the show. Again, uh, you're looking at bbqguru.com as a website, and uh, we spent a lot of time talking about the party queue. Uh, and then, of course, you do have the other pit temperature control devices as well. You know, I wonder, Bob, you have that Procom 4 wireless unit. How big of a seller is that? Um, you'd be surprised. I mean, it, it's not it's not cheap uh, because it is radio controlled and it's, you know, licensed by FCC. and it, It's expensive to make, wow. um, it, but it's radio controlled. And there's a certain group of people that love it and want it and... They want to set that handheld device by their bedside at night, and they want to, you know, wake up and, and hit the button and, and peek at it. Um, so that does sell very well. And still our most popular seller is the DigiQ. Yeah. Uh, right now we're at the DigiQ DX2 model, and it's unbelievable how well it sells. It's got the pit probe, the food probe, the bright red LD, LCD display, uh, and people love it. So that continues to be our, our biggest seller because uh, you can, you know, add multiple fans to it. You can add any size fan to it. Um, so that, that is our number one seller. He is Bob Trudnack from the Barbecue Guru. Uh, gang, check out the Party Queue for crying out loud. I mean, it is uh, the priced right uh, self-contained unit. And if you've always been looking to dabble in a little bit of automatic temperature control, this is definitely going to be one you're going to want to check out. Uh, Bob, always appreciate the time tonight. Thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks a lot. I always uh, love talking to you, and um, hey, let me know when you want to talk again. All right. Thanks so much. There he is, Bob Trudnack. Watch out. How cool is Party Q? How cool is Party Q? Party Q is cool enough where I think I might <clears throat> actually lay out and buy one. I wanted a pit temperature control. I fight internally because somehow I feel like it's not that I would be being hypocritical. Because I love automatic pit temperature control devices, but for some reason I feel like uh, that would be cheating for me because of how I initially learned. <laughs> Terrible logic on my part, and I believe the party queue has probably just changed my life forever. So I believe I'll be going to bbqguru.com and ordering myself up one. If not for me, for my grills for Christmas. Goes on the big ones, or sorry, medium size, small size, and then you have the grills as well. You can't beat it. BBQGuru.com, Party Q, 129 or 139. It's great. All right, gang, quick reminder about the uh, Stephen DeFranco jeweler right here in Willoughby, Ohio. Look, you know, we talk all the time about, man, I would love to get a watch, or I really screwed up. And uh, my wife or my significant other is really pissed at me. I got to come up big. I got to come up huge. 
with some type of gift to get even back in the house and sleep on the couch, let alone perhaps even in the bedroom again, if ever. Steven is the guy that's going to make that happen because you can go big on the gift, on the I'm sorry, but you don't have to go big in the cash box, pal. That's right. You got to go to the website, stephendefranco.com. You can do it also by going to the Barbecue Central Radio Network homepage and click on the Stephen DeFranco Jewelers banner right there. He tells you all about himself. He's a backyard guy. He was in studio a few weeks ago. We were talking barbecue. And you call into that 440 number, and you can talk to Steve. You can talk to any one of the sales associates. And you're going to get a great price on whatever. And I've seen the retail location. You have a vast variety of watches, of course. You have a diamond everything. You have Venetian glass jewelry. It meets every budget. But regardless of that, you have to know this. You're going to be saving huge money on top of all of that. When you mention BBQ Brother and my name, you're going to get a great discount off of the list price, plus you're going to get additional savings as well. Holidays are coming soon. It's November freaking 1st, folks. Steve has layaway right now at no charge. No charge. Call, peruse the website, get that uh, initial down payment, which I'm sure is uh, usually involved with layaway, make payments over the next uh, month or so. It'll be paid for for Christmas, and man, you're going to get a thank you like you've never seen before. StephenDeFranco.com, or check them out on the Barbecue Central Radio Network's homepage. Click on the Stephen DeFranco banner there, and start saving now. Go big, or go the F home. We're going to come back with Patio Daddio John Dawson in just a few seconds. The smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Big B, New Shop Band, Let's go! I'm an outlaw. Give me two shots. We don't need a radio. Bring a jukebox for my outlaws. Bring me three shots. We can raise hell before the speed stops. I'm a whiskey drinking SOB. If you don't like that, then you won't like me. I'm an outlaw. Oh, yeah, we are all barbecue outlaws up in this piece. Bringing it loud and proud, 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. Special thanks to Bob Trudnack for coming on last segment. Don't forget Dave Bosca coming up next hour. But we resign over to the hotline, bring a friend to the show, Patio Daddio BBQ blogger extraordinaire John Dawson joins us here. John, how are you, buddy? John. John. Johnny! Uh-oh. All right. Let's try again. I'm going to call you this time. I'm going to make it happen. John. Hello? Uh-oh. Come on now. Come on now. That's right. And to think I was going to call you, Chris, this was going to be your segment. All right, let's see here. There's got to be a very simple explanation for this. I monitor channel 19 all the time, John. Don't, or Don, don't tell me what channel to monitor on my CB, mister. 
It's not what it's about. All right. Hello. John, call me back. Hang up and call me back. Well, he could. No, he didn't hear that. Can't you just see him like with those little wires? Oh, the pink one's supposed to go in the pink and the green is supposed to go in the green. No. All right. Instant uh, feedback for the people that just heard the interview with Bob Trudnack. Who, like, honestly, don't lie like I know you want. It's not going to hurt my feelings. Who's more than 75% interested on the Barbecue Guru's newest automatic pin temperature control device, the, uh, the uh, what's it called? The Party Q, baby. Me, two, three, four, five. Wow. All right. What if... Uh, hold on a second. Brainstorm. Gang, what if somehow your fearless host could somehow... Yellow nuts. What, what happens if your fearless host could come up with a group purchase discount? If I were to contact top men over at the Barbecue Guru. Let's do a little something like that. Let's see. Uh, if you're interested, shoot me an email, greg at com, and just put uh, group buy for Party Q, and we'll see how many people we can get. Maybe I can contact top men and see if there's some type of a percentage discount that we might be able to get, a, a like a promo code or something completely irrational or something like that. All right, I got to call this guy back and see what it's up. He was rebooting last time I talked to him. John. Oh, boy. This doesn't look good. Uh-oh. <laughs> <clears throat> Pardon me, struggling tonight. Struggling. Uh, let's see. Top men. What? Top men. Yeah, that's right. There's more than just one set of top men. TyQ, I have no idea what that means, but I don't even think, I don't know if you're allowed to be in the group because you, I think you're in like Taiwan, right? You probably make them there. Don't you just make them there? No? All right. You're right, Danielle. Top women as well. Let's see. Well, there we go. All right, email's rolling in, so, hey, who's, I can't promise you anything. All I need is a 50-50 commitment from you guys that if you were interested in uh, trying out the new party queue, uh, go check it out, bbqguru.com. It's 129 bucks. It's probably featured right there prominently on their uh, homepage. I am just not one of those great handy guys. Like I look at the original barbecue guru and there's like two pieces. So that automatically means that I might have to pick up a, what do you call those things? The screwy thing, screwdriver. That, that reaches right to the top of my handyman skills. So, you know, unless it's like tape, I get very scared very quickly especially if I'm going to have to make some kind of a adjustment. And by adjustment, I mean drilling. Did you hear Bob? 
say that you needed to uh, drill into your grill? Oh, I would never do that. I'm afraid I could ruin that thing in a heartbeat. I would be so depressed and angry at myself if I, because I think you need like a proper, like a real drilling bit or whatever, so you don't crack your enamel. I only, I, I own only um, Weber stuff, which has that nice porcelain coated thing, and you don't want to, you know, you don't want to crack that. I don't think that could be that could be pretty pretty bad. I would imagine. So, you know, what can I tell you? Yeah, you know what? I meant to mention this. Maybe I mentioned it at the uh, at the very end of the show, but I wanted to give special congratulations to... Uh, you would see him in the chat room as Basic Patrick for winning the Jack Daniels Guess Which Team is going to win the Jack Daniels game that we played on Facebook. Oh, that's right, folks. I'm on the Facebook, if you haven't noticed. Just go ahead and... Um, you know, look me up by my name, G-R-E-G-R-E-M-P-E. I will friend you back unless you have a horribly, and might I say a horribly distasteful picture. And by distasteful picture, I mean porno. Have you ever been friended by porn stars? That's weird. I just ignore you. So, you know, porn people, don't be upset with me. I understand that the industry is, is billions and billions of dollars. That's why the internet was made and what most people are consuming on a minute-by-minute minute basis when they're online, aside from the show on Tuesdays between 9 and 11. But if you're just overtly porn, I'm not going to friend you on my page. Personally, you know, hit me up on Twitter. Look me up on Skype if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, baby. Yeah! Buzz Price, thank you for the uh, Halloween pictures. Uh, you know, the, the person's opinion who matters most about the Halloween picture would be that of uh, Diva Q. So I, I can only imagine she would either be throwing up or laughing out loud at uh, how potentially or not potentially ridiculous I look. So, uh, Patrick, thank, uh, thank goodness that you were able to guess Smoking Hogs. And you are going to get a special prize. I see you have uh, handsome, sent me your email address. No, your regular mailing address. And I'm going to contact somebody who's going to send you a prize. And you are going to, your taste buds are going to be in for a delight. The likes you have never seen before. So good for you. Uh, I guess the question I have, Patrick, is why would you pick that team? Do you, you know, are they, I mean, obviously you're Massachusetts. They're a Massachusetts guy or at least New England area. Was it strictly a mass thing? Did you have some type of premonition weeks in advance? Because let's face it, betting people, top men in the barbecue betting world, were probably making odds that Joe Beeland and Tippy Canoe Barbecue might be able to pull a, I guess that would be like a, a triple crown of sorts. They're, that's what we need in the barbecue world. We need to delineate some major competitions. And if one team was able to win those in a calendar year, that would be like the grand slam of barbecue. And they have it in everything else, right? Why not barbecue? Why couldn't it be like the American Royal Invitational and the Jack Daniels? I don't even know. Maybe, maybe that's the argument right there. You can't include the Jack Daniels in the Triple Crown because you might not be invited that year. So if you won the other ones, that's that's a sticking point. We might have to 
get uh, moderators in to talk about that. But, I mean, wouldn't it be great if a company just came in? That's where I think you could get a lot of notoriety, popularity, and, and inject even more vim and vigor into this competition barbecue scene. If you had a huge company, let's say Pony Up, hundred and fifty or two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And if during the course of the year, you know, at separate points, you had a uh like a smoke on the water event, and if you won that, and then if you had a American Royal invitational, and then you had like a Jack Daniels, and then you have the Sam's Club invitational, or whatever. I mean, we could come up with like three huge competitions. And if a team wins that, they'd get this huge prize because let's be honest. Did anybody really think, as good as Joe Beelan was cooking, that he was going to be able to walk away with six grand championships in a row? I think it would have been if he would have won the Jack Daniels because he had won twice prior. He had uh, American Royal Invitational, uh, and then uh, it would have been one of the greatest feats in competition barbecue, uh, the likes of probably which we have maybe never seen and probably would never see again. If he were able to have that walk-off shot of winning that uh, Jack Daniels this past or uh, two weeks ago, but that would be something. Tell me for especially for all you competition cooks out there. Tell me that wouldn't be even more motivating. You would have people driving down from the likes of uh, people out of this country, like I don't know, places like Canada would be coming in. They would be infiltrating these United States, trying to win. A huge prize push. I, I agree with Patrick. How about a million dollar prize purse? I mean, why wouldn't why wouldn't that be awesome? It's like winning the lotto. I mean, it really never happens to most people, but you would have the opportunity to get into these events and win a huge prize purse. I'm not talking no po dunk forty thousand dollars on any of that horse crap. I'm talking about real cash money. Life-changing dollar bills and Benjamins. Million dollars. I don't know. Maybe it's not too far out of the... (laughs) Maybe it's not too far out of the realm of possibility. Patrick, very big on the instant chat. Yeah, I well, believe it or not, I have interviewed, as I'm looking at these people, Steve Farron I've interviewed a number of times. Jeff Stith has been on the show twice. The other two have not been, although George seems kind of familiar. But I believe that's, eh, maybe I can't say that. At least half of the uh, these four. And I'm not going to, you know, I don't like to get into minutia of stuff that I don't know a, a, a F ton a lot about. And a lot of that is Kansas City Barbecue Society. And let's face it, if we're all being honest with each other as we look at KCBS, this year, over the last three, maybe four years, this year, unless I'm completely out of the loop because I went back to work, which is plausible, I haven't heard nearly the rumblings and the discord and the loud minority as I had in years past. It seemed to be going very well this year, aside from a few incidents. So you have your elections every year, and you have uh, these four gentlemen now that are kind of running as a ticket because there's a number of seats open this year. So that's right, George on the bread, that's right. Uh, so, you know, they're looking to, to to get their agenda 
and their platform across. And as nominations start to draw near, just like I have every year, usually that's December, I'll have people on or I'll make the announcements. You know, that's how this host got banned from the barbecue forum. Because barbecue forum has a large number of KCBS representatives there. Uh, or, or interested parties, and I said, hey, I'm going to have uh, this person on who's looking for a KCBS BOD run. Uh, tune into the show. Ban. Sorry. Thanks for coming. Thanks for nothing. Your archaic form. But I'll have other, I'll have the, the new nominees and the people that want to run for re-election just like I have every year since I've had on the show. I mean, people want to hear what uh, what these people have to say. Obviously, this is the big the big news of who's running. You have four guys kind of running on a ticket, which I don't think has ever been done before. So there you go. I would venture to say they'll all be on at some point. Uh, it, it, I've never been a fan of having four people, uh, me interviewing four people at the same time, although I've done it before. Uh, but that's certainly something to look for uh, in the future. And next month has always been uh, the time when we talk KCBS BOD and have those people on that are looking to change the face and keep KCBS and the board of directors and the competition scene looking and moving in the right direction. Time will tell, friends. However, I am pleased to announce to you, dear Centralites, that what? That Dave Bosco from Butcher Barbecue has been working hard for his customers. That's you. He's worked out special deals with the United States Postal Service on priority shipping for all domestic packages now. Listen, this is the most important part. Now all cost will be set at a flat rate. Orders of $55 or less, you will be paying $7 shipping. That's it. If it fits, it ships for 7 bucks. All other orders, that would be $56 and up. Orders will be $9, so two, only $2 difference. And this is something that's great. What do you hate to do online? You find a great deal, you find a great product, and it's you know 58 states over. I know there's only 50 states. Get off my back. And you're like, damn, here it is. This guy's got it. Add it to the cart, and the shipping, you feel like you're being bent over and taken advantage of in the very worst ways ever. Well, Dave's had enough of it, quite frankly, and he has been able to secure these super ridiculous and, dare I say, fair shipping rates with the United States Postal Service. $7 on anything $55 or less, 9 bucks anything past $55. And you can go to ButcherBBQ.com and stock up. Stock up. With what, you might add? How about Grill? It's the newest product. We're going to talk to Dave a little bit about that uh, coming up in about 20 minutes from now. It's a grill. It's a marinade. It's a grill. It's a marinade. It's a marinade. It's an injection. It's both. It's wonderful. It's a brand new product. In case you didn't know, I mean, we talk about the injections all the time. We talk about how everybody is using them out there in the competition world and winning. Dave has fabulous rubs and sauces as well. These things are winning awards as well. These things are helping teams walk the stage not only for categories, but for overall reserve grand and grand championship awards. Why won't you take the time to go on the website, butcherbbq.com, review the products. This guy's first class. He wins with his stuff for crying out loud. Not only is he winning, but other teams are winning with his stuff. I think he knows one or many things 
about how to get across that stage and get cash in your hand, okay? Sorry, I'm getting a little angry. I just don't know why you don't want to do it. ButcherBBQ.com. That's ButcherBBQ.com. Injections, marinades, rubs, sauces, syringes for your heroin addiction. It's all good. We'll come back and wrap up the first hour. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Coming up on four minutes till top of the hour. Oh, hey, looky here. Who do we got? John Dawson, Patio Daddio. Hey! Oh, just kidding. Get that big stuff out of here. I'm not sure exactly what happened. However, it's just one of those things. Look, uh, it's it's live radio. If I I used this term in the beginning of the show. If I manned down and went ahead and, and put this show on uh, pre-recorded and manned down, then sure, I could easily have edited that segment out and recorded it on a Thursday instead of a Tuesday. Who wants to hear any of that? Who wants to hear a perfect show each and every week? I know you people are out there with your drinking games, and when I say this word or that word or I use some key catchphrase or make up my own words, like I did last week, I think I said, uh, uh, I don't even know what the hell I said last week. It was such a ridiculous word. You tune in for what I would like to say the uh, NASCAR crash of this show. It's fun. I'm uh, sort of weird to look at on the video feed. Every once in a while, I say something that's mildly entertaining or funny. My guests are fabulous. That's the best part of the show is the guests. You can't even deny it. But you tune in for that coming out of corner four with one lap to go and 55 car pileup like just happened last segment. That's what you tune in for because you're like, what has Rempy got for 12 minutes? What's he going to do? He already talked about McPoop last week. He can't go back to that again or I'm tuning out. I hear you. And that's why we're going to pick up somebody that's not going to screw me. And his name is Dave Boskin. That sounded weird. He'll be coming up 14 past the hour, and uh, then I'm going to tell you how to tuck away your grill 35 past. Uh, For the people that won those jewelry cloth things, I'm still looking for some more winners. So I want to send them all out at the same time because I have six. I have three winners. There's three cloths left. Just let me know you want one. Email the show, greg at the BBQ Central Show. Tell me you want a polishing cloth. Uh, If I don't get them all sold out tonight, I'm just going to ship those three out, and I'm going to keep three for myself. I have a great watch that I need to keep polished. We're coming back with the second hour. Stand by. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Fine, how's it going? <laughs> you have a great show, I'm a big fan. 
so what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish! What? He ate 54 wieners. But listen, Laverne, it's shake face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. <laughs> You could use it to fight off creeping marauders looking to take your steaks off your grills. I just like being anywhere with Junior, Senior, and Diva. Sounds like a whole the movie. Wow. <laughs> yeah, really. Keep it hot, keep it clean, keep it lubricated. We have top men working on it right now. Ooh, top men. Hey, it's the second hour. Second hour, okay. Happen to have you born on a Tuesday. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm not in any shape to do that voice, I can tell you that. It's bound to take a man to his knees. I'm not talking that way either, so get your minds out of the gutter. Okay. <laughs> Remember, folks, Patrick, the second hour has been reformatted. Oh, 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 got it. The second uh, the second hour has been uh, reformatted, although I almost uh, screwed myself a little bit there. So uh, the, I don't need to, to manually stop the bumper music and just pick where I want to stop now. Everything has been timed out for not even one hour, but for now two hours. So I have uh, brought it strong in that regard. Thank you. Um, got a note in from, oh, where'd he go? He's out. Got a note in from uh, John Dawson alerting me that uh, his computer was just hosed. Look, John, like me, lives with at least three other women. And by that, it's not any type of, you know, like lap of luxury in the triple X sense, by the way. You got little kids. They see electronics and keys and pretty little lights. And all of a sudden, you know, things go south quick. They start messing with things. They ruin your settings. All of this, uh, all of this stuff. And when you need to be on the air with the foremost barbecue and grilling internet radio shows on the interwebs, or for any other freaking way of getting media out, terrestrial radio, syndicated radio across the television or whatever you want to call it. This is the show. People uh, emulate this show. They want to be like this show. But look, you can't be me. So you're already one step behind. You don't have the central lights behind you, which is key to any success is the central lights. Central lights pumping me up tonight, man. I love it. Uh, Look, let me tell you about a few things here uh, before we get to Dave Boska in about 12 minutes or less. One is I do have a forum. This is a place that you would go and uh, you can ask questions about barbecue and you can ask questions about cookers and you can do all of this stuff that you want. And it's, so it's an online forum. You would go to the homepage, uh, which is the BBQ Central, not show, just the BBQ Central or you can go to the main uh, address, which is bbq-the-numeral-4-the-letter-u.com. That'll take you to the homepage. You can register for an account. 
it's kind of undergoing some changes and some security things. We had some spam issues here over the last couple of weeks that were getting addressed. But look, sometimes you need a little bit more than just once a week, two-hour show of a uh, guy talking into the microphone that you're looking at on your TV. Still a handsome audio-only side, which I certainly appreciate and adore because those people don't have to look at me. Those people really know what they're doing. The video feed people, I'm not sure exactly what the deal is. So you can go to this forum and you can interact with other people that are barbecue and grilling fanatics like myself. There are a, a good amount of competitors that are there. There are a, a probably a, a better or a more of a majority of folks that are just backyard people. And they're ranging in, in, in a, uh, a knowledge base that is, you know, a lot of beginners, a lot of intermediates like my folk, a lot of people that have been doing it for years and years, experts when it comes to cooking barbecue in the backyard. And, then of course, you can get your competition fixed there as well. It's free to join. And one of the things that we just changed is that I, I added this thing called, uh, I believe the program is called Tapa Talk. It's one word, T-A-P-A, Tapa Talk, T-A-L-K. And you will, <clears throat> my goodness, dying. So it's a free thing that I upload in the server. But here's what happens. I'm assuming there's a, a, a fair percentage of people that are listening live tonight or you are listening via podcast somewhere later on in life as you uh, listen to this at your convenience, which is why podcasting is fabulous because you don't have to tune in every Tuesday at 9 p.m. And that's why I continue to say that I love the live listeners the most, and I continue to stand by that. These people are making time out of their life. Do you realize? Never mind. So if you have a smartphone, you can. You probably have some type of an app store, at least an Android or an iPhone. I can't speak for BlackBerry uh, too much. But there is a application. For me, it costs 3 bucks. I believe on iOS or, or Apple devices, it's 3 bucks as well. So I'd imagine if BlackBerry has it uh, or if some other smartphone has it, it's probably going to be right around that price range. You buy the app, and then you can search uh, BBQ Central, which is the forum. And then you get a, a, a so much better ability to read this form and navigate the form. You can make posts. You can edit posts. You can delete. I uh, am the administrator of the whole form, so I can actually moderate and delete posts and do all this other stuff. And it's not anything now where I, before when I would visit, I have to pinch in and pinch out. And it was because I'm viewing the whole freaking website on the phone. And there's so much information. you got to blow it up. you got to mm, – let me rephrase my words – you have to expand it. You have to contract it, shrink it, expand it, whatever. This thing, for, somehow it's magic. It shows you just your screen size, and you can just navigate all the way through it. It's like one of the best applications. And I almost refuse to pay for apps when it comes to phones. I think if you look hard enough, you can find something for free. But not this, because it works specifically with the software that is on the website. So go ahead and at least look at it. I mean, if you have the smartphone, if you let me rephrase that. First, join the forum. Make sure you like it enough to where you would want to spend three bucks to view it easily on your smart device. And then, and only then, should you uh, decide that you want to make uh, you want to make that jump. Now, I have to say that uh, we're we're pulling a fairly big number tonight here. Did you realize tonight was supposed to be the start of the NBA season? Ooh. Hey, guess what? 
Uh, as far as I'm concerned, and I know there's a lot of people out there saying that basketball uh, is going to be missed and we want it back and blah, blah, all this other crap. I mean, who cares? What I'm saying is this. At least for this very night, I have been able to maintain a halfway decent audience in the second hour because I don't have to compete with anything that's major sports-wise. Usually I'm up against a football game or a baseball game or an NBA basketball game. I understand it's not the most exciting thing in the world. Sometimes sports takes precedence. But man, as long as these two sides can stay as far apart as they are on contract negotiation and just sharing of billions and billions of dollars and the non-ability to comprehend that us, the people that are scrounging to make thirty-five and forty-five and $50,000 a year can't wrap our minds around the fact that they can't come up with a way to split millions and billions of dollars in revenue? <clears throat> Stay away. Let me keep a good audience at least through the end of the year. That'd be my Christmas present, NBA. You want to do that? You want to do that for me? You want to get me a Christmas present? Stay away. Keep the sides far apart so I can continue to uh, keep good audience for the second hours. For crying out loud, I got the sponsors of the show that are dependent upon a good audience. So please do me a favor for crying out loud. You do me the fa- You do me the favor, mister. Still getting some good emails about uh, barbecue guru party queue interest. I'm thinking if we can get in that 15, 20 amount range, uh, I got some good bargaining, uh, good bargaining power with top men about uh, getting some type of a discount. What would be a good discount? You tell me. I mean, I am dry like a mu- I am very dry tonight. I don't even know what I was going for in that uh, comparison. 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQ Central Show dot com is the email address if you want to join the uh, show tonight. So, yeah. Oh, right. Chris from Nibble Be This. Uh, uh, the Kim Kardashian, Chris Humphreys uh, uh, divorce. Thanks for those 73 days, lovers. Thanks for those 73 days. Glad you're not uh, further defiling the sanctity of marriage. Oh, wait, you are. Ridiculous. All right, here we go. Gotta tell you, gang. And we broke it here on this very show 45 minutes ago. New product from the barbecue guru, the party queue. That's right. We're trying to go uh, top men, Willie, all over this bad boy. Get a group purchase in. If you're listening to this show and podcast, I'll wait to contact top men over at the barbecue guru if you're interested in trying to do that. Hey, look who got married. Good job, Paul. See if you can uh, outlast Kim Kardashian 72 days. I'll give you five bucks if you do. Love your wife. Love yourself. Remember, Paul, happy wife. Happy life. Yeah. Remember that. Remember that. Then you'll go far. Um, The party queue is out now. It just came out on Sunday. Oh, sorry. I misread that. Still heed those words, Paul. 
happy wife, happy life. Just remember that. Whenever you want to confront, don't. Just remember what I'm telling you. Now I got to go back. And uh, and good luck, uh, by the way. Have fun. Don't get too S-faced at your reception where you can't, you know, get down later that night, if you know what I'm saying. All right. We move on. The party queue is out now, gang. You heard it. First hour, Bob Trudnack was here. And he made the announcement. The party queue is there. It's a self-contained unit. It runs on trip on AA batteries. What? It's got a single probe that goes up there on the grill or the cooker. It's made for small to medium size smokers and grills, Weber kettle grills, uh, Weber Smoky Mountain style smokers, the Brinkmans. You have uh, the uh, ceramic style cookers as well. You have a nice LED readout display because, as he said, that Nano Q wasn't really cutting it because. For some reason, people have this inherent need to see temperature all the time. They want to see things tick up degree by degree. They want to see the stall happen like we talked about last week with Meathead. This is going to give you the pit minder convenience of setting it to a temperature and just forgetting it, allowing you to go about your day like we always talk about. Throw something on before you go to work, come back, it's perfectly cooked because you've had somebody minding that pit temperature. But now you have that LED readout display as well. It's all one piece comes with a 5 CFM fan, so it's going to have plenty of juice to keep those coals stoked and keep the temperature in the right place. So, hey, I don't want to spend the money, Rampy. Well, guess what? That excuse doesn't fly anymore, bitch. 129 bucks. You you can't find $129 to finally satisfy your craving to own an automatic pin temperature control device. You can't fish for that. You're full of BS, pal. And if you got a ceramic cooker, you're only going to be spending $10 more for that uh, stainless uh, piece of uh, adaption. I, I don't even know what I'm talking about. But, you know, you got that vent on the ceramic cooker. This is going to be that extra piece that goes over there, and you're going to jam the whole unit right in the intake, and it, it's all set to go. I mean, it doesn't get – look, if it's easy for me, it's got to be easy for you. I'm, the, I'm as dumb as they come. As, as the night is long, as the day has sun – and the rain is wet. I'm as dumb as they come. And I think that I can figure out how to put batteries in it, put a, a, th- a thermometer probe on a grill grate or on a cooking grate, and then set it to the temperature I want and then just look at it. I can do that. Pretty sure, and I'm pretty sure you can too, for $129. Why wouldn't you try? BBQGuru.com or send me an email as we try to uh, work on a group by Dave Bosca coming up next. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. We are back. <laughs> you know, you don't, a lot of the time, you guys don't get to see, there's a, a very few select central lights that uh, have my Skype 
And they're kind of hitting me one-liners during uh, the course of the show. So it, it just so happens I, I might have used the phrase stainless steel adaption. And I think that uh, DVQ kind of uh, called me out on that, and I'm, I'm looking at a stainless steel piece of adaption. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, when you're hosting a radio show, you got to say shit that is so generic that if you say it wrong or you say it at least with some type of conviction, people aren't going to, not everybody will question you, but some people will, and uh, Diva got me on that one. So good job, Diva. All right, let's go ahead and race over to the hotline. And bring up somebody you can trust, and that's your butcher, Dave Bosca from Butcher Barbecue. Dave, how are you, buddy? Hello, Greg. Doing good. All right, uh, Dave. Certainly appreciate you taking time out for the show tonight. Um, lots to get to, actually, and we'll go ahead and start. We haven't really had a lot of competition talk uh, tonight, which is fine. But uh, when I can mix it in, I certainly love to do that. Butcher Barbecue took place. Uh, or took second place overall reserve grand champion at the Smokin' the Fort Barbecue and Bluegrass Festival out in Gibson, Oklahoma this past weekend. Uh, so very good finish for you guys. Not the grand champion overall, uh, just a few points away, not even a few points, uh, behind Little Pig Town. How did, the, how did the cook go out for you and anything out of the ordinary that you had to contend with during the cook? A lot we had to contend with out there um, <laughs> at the cook. Everybody knows we pretty well cook in a big enclosed trailer. Um, coming back from the Jack Daniels this year, the tongue on my trailer snapped and broke. Oh. So in the next five days after that, when we got home, I had to dismantle my trailer, pack it on a um, little 10-foot open trailer, grab the easy-ups, the chairs, and cook out in the wide open. Old school, you call it, and <laughs> tended with the 34-degree temperatures, the winds, just like all the other cooks that, that try to get started and get going, and that was the biggest thing we had to tend with was doing it old style. Yeah, so I mean, so what's it like when you're used to cooking in some type of climate-controlled or at least weather-controlled apparatus like you do, uh, like a lot of those big teams have with the, you know, with those particular trailers, when you have to go back out, you know, kind of do an uh, open canopy, open grill style in the elements, is it kind of exciting or you're like, oh, man, where I wish I had that trailer? Well, at 2 o'clock in the morning, I wish I had the trailer. <laughs> um, it is great, and you do miss seeing all the, the people walking by and getting to chit-chat and talk with them. You you don't miss the folks walking right up in the middle of your site while you're doing a turn in and, and grabbing a rib right off the cutting block. That you don't miss that at all. <laughs> Is that something that really happens? Um, well, it wasn't a rib, but it was a, a slice of brisket. Wow. And and so are these other competitors, or are these just people uh, you know walking a foot around the area? No, fancy. Passer buyers, they was wow. having a taster's choice just just up from us. And with us being with a single one cooker, we didn't participate in that. And I guess they wanted to taste a brisket. Um, heck, if they'd waited five minutes, they could have had all the leftovers. But they were they were a little quick. Well, that's what you get when you have the uh, general public roaming around competition areas. And it seems... Uh, as time wears on, people's tact and couth has uh, uh, kind of eroded away like uh, California's coastline. We're talking with Dave Bosco from Butcher Barbecue. All right, Dave, so we look at your turn-ins. Uh, chicken, 13th overall. 
Uh, you get a 164 on that. How did you feel about the chicken as you were running it up to the tent? It was a real good chicken. We really liked it. We we're actually sitting fifth in the nation right now, and we thought this was as good as any that we had turned in. But our chicken this year hinges on not being let's call it traditional barbecue. Um, so they either like it or they don't like it at all. And, and well, they, they didn't exactly think this was a star of the, the tent today, this weekend. So what, well, I was, okay, got what I got. What are you, what are you doing to the chicken that is so out of the ordinary? It's the way we're finishing it. Um, I have switched and I actually smoke it and grill it, but it's the sauce that we're finishing it with now. Um, it's, it's, it's a lot different. Is it the one that you make, or you you do doctoring up something? That what we make is in what I'm using. <laughs> gotcha. But it's not the the main flavor. All right, so when you, when you did, were they calling top ten for categories there? Yes, they do. All right, so if you don't get a call, uh, do you immediately go to how bad did we tank, or do you think that it was good enough to maybe where you were just kind of hanging right outside top ten? Well, the way we've been scoring with the chicken is generally in the 170s. So you think immediately, man, there must have been some great chicken. I hope I'm 168 to 171. That's where it traditionally falls. Well, they got down to first place, and they had announced that this was going to be a 180. Congratulations. And we're sitting there going, wow, man, we had not got a 180 in a chicken this year. (laughs) Well, it was true, but got the call, and so instantly you think, damn, didn't make top ten. <laughs> Dave Bosca joining us here on the show. All right, so uh, you get 13th overall. Uh, you move on to the next category. Uh, ribs, so you get a call third overall in ribs, uh, 172.5. Uh, how did you feel about the ribs? Ribs were real good. We had a call out. Um, we were setting number one in the nation on ribs, and Truebud, a team that was sitting in fifth, had called us out that morning on Facebook, said, we're going to come to beat you in ribs, we're going to beat you in ribs, and we're going to take over the number one spot. Wow. And I had a couple guys send me some text messages and tell me this, and I know Tim and them, and they're really good guys. They're fun to be around. And So I started joking with them at the site about it. <laughs> um, and they ended up, they beat us. They got second, we got third. So, hey, great cooking. Absolutely. So, but nice to see, you know, top 10 call there. You get third. So that's uh, probably making you feel a little bit better about not hearing your name in chicken. Uh, you get into pork. I would imagine there was another call saying somebody probably got a perfect score in the pork category, Dave. Yeah, we were fortunate enough to get a perfect <laughs> score in pork. Uh, wow. Really liked the way it turned out. We've been real proud of our pork all year long. We've been chasing QL for team of the year in pork. We're sitting second. He's first. Um, kind of got a behind the scene joke about it. Him and I do. He's telling me to forget the pork and concentrate on ribs, and <laughs> I'm telling him I ain't forgetting nothing. Um, but yeah, we got we got a real good pork call and got a good good group of judges that liked it as much as we do. Uh, I would imagine you're using the uh, butcher's barbecue pork injection in that. Yes, we do use that also. Is it straight as is, or do you doctor your own stuff up a little bit for competition? Now, when it comes to the injections, I use uh, my pork injection. I use uh, white grape juice with peach along with the pork injection. 
And that seems to be working out well for uh, results for you guys? Yes, has done great. All right, yeah, well, obviously a perfect score of 180. A butcher, uh, you get a brisket for the final category. And, man, uh, I mean, maybe I'm out of my mind here, but are there a lot of perfect scores going on in this competition or what? There, This competition, that's the most I've ever seen in one competition that I've been at. The brisket turnaround, we had second place and had a 177. <laughs> um, we thought it was a good brisket. Um, generally, that's a kiss of death. <laughs> um, we got a second place call. Uh, then they announced that, lo and behold, there's a third perfect score in this contest. And we were like, and, and I had a feeling I knew who it was going to be. This little big town had been on fire all year long. They had barely been missing a perfect score two or three times this year. So I knew that I was hoping it would be them because they sure did, did deserve it. They they worked hard all year long in brisket. Yeah, Scott Key and uh, the folks over at LPT doing uh, good things. Good people over there, too. So good to see them yes. getting that perfect score in brisket. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, 177 is certainly nothing to sneeze at for Butcher Barbecue. So as they're calling overall, you had three calls. You took a perfect score in pork, uh, three in uh, ribs. You had uh, second in brisket. You don't know where your chicken is at, unfortunately. So, I mean, where where does your mind go when you know you have three calls do you think at this point, as they're calling overall and you're getting closer and closer to number one, that uh, the chicken has has tanked even worse than you thought, or do you still think that you got a chance to, to win the thing? Well, I I knew it was going to be a run between three of us, uh, and the three was uh, first, second, and third is how it ended up laying out. And we were as a point difference to out of first, uh, and third was a point difference than me. It could have went either way, any way there was. Uh, Grand would have been wonderful. Third place would have been great. Uh, we'd won three straight contests outside of the Jack. Yep. Um, it'd been something else to finish up this year with four straight. But, you know, Scott and them cooked some good food. Congratulations. Dave Bosca joining us here on the show. ButcherBBQ.com is uh, the place you want to go to check out his products and uh, to pick them up again. Uh, great shipping rates uh, that he's been able to uh, kind of knuckle down on our federal government and uh, get us some great shipping rates for for uh, consumers. Dave, evaluate your year. I mean, you've, you've been cooking very well. You're high-ranked in Kansas City Barbecue Society Team of the Year. How does this year stack up to some of the other ones in recent past? I... I feel that I have always worked on consistency, and I think consistency plays out in each category. If you can get the four categories to be consistent, that's where you're going to win in the overall. I don't concentrate on just the overall or or one category. Like everybody, they they look on the consistency, and my whole method is – working consistency from the type of cooker I use to the meat that we use to the process of getting it to the box. I work real hard on getting it to turn out the same every time. Uh, How I felt it all has come this year. This has been my best year ever. Um, I've been very happy with where this has come out. Dave Bosco joining us here on the show. Dave, what kind of a cooker do you use for the people that don't know? I use uh, two FEC 100s. What do you like best about the cooker? Uh, 
the simplicity of cooking. I don't know how to say it other than that. The, the ability to change minor things without having an act of Congress. I can take it to a cook-off <laughs> if I want. On my ribs and stuff, to use uh, cherry wood. It's, it's as simple as changing the pellet. If it's uh, hickory for the long cooks, I use that. I, I just like the whole process of it being just a simple, easier cooker to use than worrying about the total elements of, of Mother Nature. Dave, let me ask you this question because I've heard it from another uh, or a handful of you know backyard guys and a handful of competition cooks out there, and they say that the pellet cookers especially don't impart a, a very heavy-handed uh, style of smoke profile on the meats. Is that something that you find as well, and is that really the flavor profile of smoke that seems to be doing better than some of those uh, stick burners that might be imparting more smoke flavor in the judging tent? I think the smoke is a flavor, okay? I think the best way to cook is cook a good recipe, cook a good flavor, let smoke be a part of that recipe. If smoke has to be their predominant flavor that they're putting on the palate, I personally and I, uh, don't want to step on any toes, but I'm going to flat out say it. They need to learn to cook with flavors other than just smoke. That may be why they're not consistent. That may be why some teams will, well, that was our best brisket. We hit, we hit, um, oh, goodness, a week ago with that in one first place, and I haven't hit with it since. Well, that's because it's not a consistent flavor. Smoke's not consistent flavor. You've got to get your rub to blend in, a sauce to blend in. It's all got to melt together, and smoke is one of those flavors that they're tasting. Not just the meat, not just the rub, not just the smoke. But if smoke is what's predominant, I don't think that's that's one-dimensional. I think it's got to impart, and that's what I like about the FEC 100s, is it's a lighter smoke than the others. I get all I need. Um, we've been real, real good with it. Uh, so I don't think that it's too light a smoke. I think it's the right amount of smoke. Dave, let me ask you this, and I've had people ask me before, because I'll use, I'll, I'll change up wood smoke here and there, and people ask me this question. I don't know if I'm qualified enough to answer it. I mean, I, I mean, I can always give my opinion, but you know, somebody who's on the competition circuit, and you're talking with cooks out there on a you know weekly basis, can you taste the difference, like actually? F- physically on your tongue, taste the difference between an apple wood and a hickory wood and a cherry wood if you were to cook with it uh, and, and I served you something to eat. Would you be able to, to pick that out like you could a, uh, a Pinot or a Cabernet or something else? No, I, I can't. Uh, um, my palate's not that delicate. Um, I I can smell the difference while it's cooking. Sure. Uh, but I no, not not in the... Not in the wood itself. I mean, the meat itself. I, I can't say I can pick it out. No. Do you think there's pit masters out there that are able to do that, or are they using stuff that is either available to them or isn't as, you know, traditionally mesquite is known as a very heavy-flavored smoke wood. They're trying to stay away from some of those, so they're going with the lighter fl- fruit woods to impart smoke flavor but not overdo it? That probably has a part to do with it, yeah. That and it's traditional. Some of the folks will say, "Well, I use this." Well, that's maybe because that's what Daddy used, or mm-hmm. 
you know, it's, it, that's always a possibility, too. All right, so are you going to be competing anywhere else before the end of the year, Dave, or is this going to be it for you? No, since the trailer trailer broke, I mean, literally the whole tongue, it's it's broke off. Um, I'm done for the year. We're, we're going to hang it up. We're sitting in third. Um, if people pass us, they pass us, but we're not going to do any more gaining. We're, I've got a lot more things going on. We've had some few other things in life did us that I need to concentrate on, take care of some kids, um, but no. Other than that, I'm done cooking. All right, Dave Bosca joining us here on the show from Butcher Barbecue. Uh, Dave, we've got about two and a half minutes left before uh, the end of the segment. If, is it possible that I could hold you over for another segment? I have other stuff I'd like to ask you about. Sure, that's fine. Um, tell us a little bit about the new product that you have out called Grill. Okay, Grill is something that I've worked on for a long time, and it's been probably a year, year and a half in the making the hardest thing about the product grill was coming up with a garlic product that was consistent. Um, what I have found is the different grinds of garlic from time to time of the year to time of the year and where they were actually grown at changes the, the final outcome whenever it's soaking in it. Not necessarily just being cooked with, but whenever you're trying to soak with it. Grill product is a flavor of a grill. What it was a couple of years ago, the wife and I um, went on this great big diet, lost a lot of weight, and we was cooking in the house through the wintertime on a George Foreman, and we'd throw some squash or something on it, and good God, there was just no flavor at all in it. Um, so I went back to the back, and I started putting some stuff together, and i like, man, I like that flavor of a grill on this. And I started putting things together, and that's how I, I was cooking chicken for a long time. So I thought, well wonder what I can do if I start adding some phosphates to this. And we started, I started tinkering with it for a poultry product. Um, and that's kind of the basis of how it all started. And I really, and I found a packer that I, I was happy with the packing on it. Um, but it's, it can be used as a brine. You can soak them in it for an hour, two hours. You can inject with it, or you can do both. Uh, I have guys that are trying it for the first time and they're calling me up and saying, this is the most moist breast I've ever used, and all I did was brine it for an hour. Um, I know folks that are actually playing with it with hamburgers even. They're using it to um, mix in with their hamburger meat and using it. It can be used. It's very versatile. I, I, I've played with it on uh, pork chops, uh, asparagus. I've played with it on ribs. uh Different proteins, it, it acts different. What I've noticed on chicken is it does help with the moistness and the grilling flavor. Pork, it seems to me that with pork, it, it wants to get a little more of a, picks up more of the pepper in it. On beef and everything, it seems like it picks up more of the salt. So each protein kind of reacts different with it. And is it gonna? Is it adding flavor or is it more of a, a, a moistness uh, type of a product? It, it does both. It does both. It has the grill flavor that it'll add to the product. I had one email this last week that said, I'm not getting a lot of flavor with it. Well, he's grilling with it. <laughs> well, you're getting that flavor naturally then is how I had to explain it to him. Um, so, or is the product moist? He said, it's the moistest uh, chicken we've ever cooked. I said, well, that's what you're getting. But if you just take that chicken and put it in the oven and bake it, you'd get a grill flavor along with the moistness. I mean, it's not going to be a predominant flavor that you're going to just grill and say, wow, 
That's super grilled. Now, now it's not, it's not, it's not a super product. It can't take something and, and make it better, make it twice the flavor. It'll just add that flavor to it naturally. And grilling flavor is the natural flavor that we, that you can get out of this. That's great. So uh, check that out again at butcherbbq.com. It's, uh, you know, one of the new items out there that uh, Dave has brought to market. So especially, you know, for folks that, uh, you know, live in, in my area where winter is going to be out there, people aren't going to be hitting the grill as much, especially those novice ends. So here you have a product that is going to give you that grilling flavor all winter long in case you don't want to go out and brave the elements uh, like some of those people don't want to do. And we shame them, of course. But that's their right, and uh, why not? Uh, no need to deprive them of flavor, and you can pick that up at ButcherBBQ.com. All right, Dave, I'm going to uh, put you on hold here for just one second. Uh, I'm going to do this read, and we're going to come back and actually talk about uh, Dave's cooking class and uh, about some butcher stuff as well. All right, folks, quick reminder about uh, Draper's Barbecue, a third-generation barbecue company located in western Kentucky in between Memphis and Kansas City. Shane Draper wanted to create a line of products that represented both cities as well as the flavor profiles of his home. Draper's Smoking Sauce is a savory with touch of sweetness, tangy with some heat, all those great things, balanced yet complex blend of spices. It's just at home on the competition trail, folks, as it is grilling in your backyard. Smoking Sauce has brought some several trophies this year on ribs and chicken, and it's on the forefront and the battle lines drawn against overly sweet flavor profiles, which, of course, we know I'm not necessarily a fan of. Uh, Draper's Barbecue also has a fantastically versatile rub known as AP Rub. The AP is short for all-purpose, as it is a great flavor enhancer on any protein. But it can also be used on things like popcorn or french fries, maybe salads, onion rings if you're so inclined, soups and chowders, check mix, baked potatoes, How about those dredges for frying fish and chicken? Yeah, you betcha the AP rub is going to absolutely make them dynamite. Really, your imagination is its only limitation. The AP rub's balance of savory, salty, sweet, and heat make it great on virtually anything. Now, smoking sauce and AP rub are certainly great standalone products, but they really shine when you use them together. The dovetail of the two flavor profiles make a completely different and even more complex flavor profile that will keep the judges thinking about your entry long after they have put it down. Hell, they might even come back for second and third bites, so why deprive yourself of that gratification? The mix of the two has a design kind of like a roller coaster effect on the palate that swings the taster through all parts of their taste buds. You can find Draper's Barbecue Products online in three different areas drapersbbq.com slash store good friends over at the barbecue addicts bbqaddicts.com or at the barbecue pro shop that address is bbqproshop.com all trusted drapers resources also look for drapers on that barbecue or on that uh, facebook and the twitter chain always available for questions and to help other competitors figure out their flavor profiles as well Do you have a local store you'd like to have Draper's products in? You don't want to do that online stuff? I hear you. Send Shane an email at info at drapersbbq.com. They're always adding new stores and new markets. Hell, your tip could even earn you some free swag from Shane himself. Draper's Barbecue, when they say three generations of pride and flavor in a bottle, 
They mean it. DrapersBBQ.com. Coming back with Dave Bosca in one second. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. All right, coming up on 20 till the hour. That's right, 40 minutes past the hour of 10 o'clock. Joined by Dave Bosco of Butcher Barbecue, butcherbbq.com. We're just talking about his reserve grand champion takeover this past weekend. And about that uh, new grill product that he has out. Gives you that grill flavor and is adding moistness as well. You know, Dave, your competition cook, you have a uh, super amount of experience just in this whole, uh, you know, butcher industry. Did you did you think that getting into this whole competition barbecue thing or just barbecue in general that, I mean, do you have a, a step up, as it were, uh, against your competition as far as knowing how these meats are processed and what goes through the butchering uh, expedition? No, when I first started competing, I never thought that I'd start out or, or come into this ahead of anybody. Um I felt maybe I'd come out, come in even with some of the folks, not not the guys that were that I that I looked up to instantly that I knew were winning. Some of the guys that I, I that had been cooking for a year or so, I thought, well, I'll come in kind of even field with some of these guys. It'll take some of the learning curve off of what I know. I mean, of what I needed to know to to compete. Uh, but what what I didn't realize is 30 years in the meat business, the things that I was able to utilize as far as like uh, the farms, where the meat comes from, how it's grown, where to go get certain items, um, how to, how to, how to know what is a good looking pork butt versus another and then how to factor in, let's take beef, um, like here in central United States where we're at, Oklahoma and Texas has been in a drought this year. It was almost bad last year. This year it's really bad. By the end of this year, um, the forecasts are that the farmers in Texas and southern Oklahoma are going to sell off 60% of their total herd count. But that being said, there is going to be very little beef killed down here. Now, where's the beef going to come from? Where's all the plants going to get their meat? Um, those that use a lot of the Texas Wagyu worlds, that's going to hurt. Everybody was has been talking this year about how thin the briskets have gotten. That's got to do with the drought um, more than anything else. I have been searching out, and I have found some briskets a little farther north, and it's all got to do with the way that I buy briskets. I actually buy my briskets once, and if needed, only twice a year. I buy enough briskets for the whole cooking season, one one time a year, but if, like I said, if needed, twice. And it, it's because of the where they come from, the, the amount of marbling in them. The time of the year has to do with the marbling. The marbling is nothing but fat. The fat is nothing but protein. Protein is energy. So you need to find the most optimum time that there's more 
energy fat protein in the meat, which I have found that it's usually late January and where the meat is grown that we, that I buy because of the winter hasn't set in for the animal was using that to stay warm yet. But they have built it up after the heat of the summer has passed and they've been building up their fat for the winter but they haven't used it up yet. So I have found out a lot of that kind of stuff that I'm, I'm able to utilize. Most folks won't even utilize or understand or comprehend. The farmer has as much to do with it as um, the way you cook it. So I do use that kind of knowledge and my sourcing out of the product um, for that. Dave Bosco joining us here on the show. Uh, I mean, you talked right over my head, Dave. I've got to be honest, but it's very fascinating. Um, you know, we, we heard over the last year, two years, there seemed to be a lot of talk about what's happening in, you know, butchering, what's happening in meat processing. And there seemed to have been at least initially a run afoot where uh, artisan ranchers were kind of sprouting up and you were going to be able to get this beef that was not uh, full of steroids and you were, they were feeding it one way and finishing it another to give it this taste and all this other stuff. Are you finding that that is still a trend that is picking up with popularity? Um, was it something that was overstated as far as what was happening, you know, in, in mass sense? What, what do you know? Uh, no, I don't think it was overstated. Do I find it growing? Maybe very small uh, in my world. Um, I don't, I think branding of the, of the meat is what's growing um, to where the big box stores, the grocery stores, they're all trying to put their own brand of meat out. Not necessarily the like the Safeways or the those type, but they're going with a branded beef to where you have to come back to their store to find Lars Lean Beef or the um, like the Wagyu or the Strubes or the you know what I'm saying with that. They're they're, yep. they're finding that and that's what they're trying ranchers reserve that's sponsor some of the kcbs right. cook-offs that type thing is is what's growing in popularity which is no different than the grocery shelves the dry shelves where people go to a grocery shelf because they like the the private label the the best choice or the del monte or the libby well they've carried that over to the grocery or the meat meat case now um, there's a lot of things that's always changing in the meat world, and you have to be able to stay up with it. And something that's going to be different that you're going to need to find come the first of the year is on 52 of the main cuts of meat, not beef, meat, there's going to have to be nutrition information, I'm sorry, ingredient statements in your meat case. They're going to have to have an ingredient statement of the main cuts of beef, pork, lamb and veal, and chicken. The grocers. I mean, we're talking, this supposed to be fresh meat. Now, why are we yeah. having to put a ingredient statement on it? It should be like one the, thing that says beef or pork or exactly. chicken, right? Exactly. <laughs> but but it's, it's there. I got, I got my information from the American Meat Association um, last week, and nutrition facts are supposed to be on it, dude. It's, it's going to be in, in, interesting to see how this all plays out, but it's happening. <laughs> you know, well, it's you, kind of scary, but it, it's happening. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you look back, what, 40, 50 years, 
And depending on what region of the country you're in, you know, you were eating a lot of kind of what was locally grown around you within a, you know, a certain radius. And then some, somewhere along the line that has changed and you had all this mass production and uh, of, you know, beef and, you know, all this other stuff to a point where you said, now we're going to have to have an ingredients list for what we think the main ingredient should only have one ingredient. And obviously that's not going to be the case as we're going to be seeing here come the first of the year. Do you think there's ever going to be a point, Dave, where we're going to get back to, you know, eating what's grown locally, uh, what's indigenous to your particular area or region, or at uh, at least maybe somewhere in between where you're not going to have all this mass-produced crap to choose from, uh, which probably can't be all that healthy for everybody, too? I don't know about getting back to eating like that. Uh, mass media, Internet, um, we communicate so much better than ever. Uh, I think that goes into play with uh, the way the small towns used to be back in the 30s and the 40s. Um, and then it grew to the 50s and 60s where you got to get around a little more. And and now in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s and now this year, I, I just think the mobility of knowledge has grown so quick and can get around so fast. Someone in um, Wisconsin can have the world's largest pumpkin and it can – they can grow in, in 10 days. That knowledge is going to be known around the world by that evening. Right. Um, so I think as new things come up in meat, in beef, in green beans, everybody, the people with the money will want it where they live at, and they're going to pay for it to get it there. Uh, and I think that's what's, what's happened. Um, will it make it better? Is it better for you Man, I, I, <laughs> what's not better for you? Uh, one man's sugar is another man's salt. Uh, salt's good for someone. Sugar's better for someone too. Uh, so, so as as far as being better for you, man, I that's a, I don't know about being better for you. What I have found in the custom slaughtering business that's grown is the natural. People are selling more and more of the natural beef. To I don't want to sound wrong city people that don't have farms that have read a lot, believe what the doctors are telling them, get away from the growth hormones and all that, that has grown. Absolutely. I, I'm getting more and more of that every month through my shop. Dave Bosca joining us here on the show. Dave, quick question. Um, when you're competing in, in the that uh, beef that you buy for briskets, is that Wagyu style beef or you use something different? Nope, I have never cooked a Wagyu brisket. I have seen a Wagyu brisket six times now. That's all I've ever seen them live. Um, I don't, I don't buy into that world. Um, not saying I haven't had my butt beat by them several times, but I feel that I can cook a great USDA choice or prime brisket, and I can cook it to the best that that meat is. I can turn it in, present it. And I can get the flavors I need right there. I don't feel that I need to step up and cook a Wagyu. Um, I think that cooking a Wagyu, if you can cook a great brisket out of the other briskets available, that's wonderful. I think you can step up your game. But if you can't cook a normal brisket, great. Stepping up to that, all you're going to do is cook a real fine brisket mediocre. I don't think that's going to, that's not a, that's not a guaranteed win. 
And that's where people have perceived that I've got to buy a Wagyu brisket. That's going to get me into the top five. The brisket won't get you into the top five. You still got to cook it. You know, one of the things that I found interesting was, you know, yourself, you had uh, Mike Wozniak from QOW, you had Rod Gray from Pellet Envy. At least those two, you're still holding true to what you were saying in, in the past, but those two were always very staunch advocates of just taking, you know, what's in the Sam's case or nothing better than cab and didn't really understand what this move uh, of foot for, uh, for uh, Wagyu was. Uh, uh, yes. Don't, don't don't get don't get me started on the CAB program. That is <laughs> one of the biggest jokes put out there. Um, don't get me started there. That is absolutely nothing but a marketing ploy. Sorry. Um, certified Angus beef. Okay, Angus beef by the USDA standards is sixty percent of that. I'm sorry, fifty one percent of that skin has to be black. They then say that there's enough Angus bloodline that they can still call that Angus. There are several breeds of beef out there that are not Angus that can fall under the CAB program. Black Baldies, um, Belted Galloways, there is Holstein beef that's a lot of black in them. There's, there's, there's some black Santa Gertrudis. There's a lot of beef that are not Angus, but according to the USDA, there's enough black on their skin that they can still say, oh, somewhere in the, in the history of that animal, there was Angus. They can call it Angus. That doesn't mean that it was a certified Angus beef. That means the packing plant said it had enough black on the skin. So I think if you're going to buy into a program, buy into a certified Angus farm program, buy into a uh, grading system program, Excel has a grading program called the Sterling Silver. And what that is, is they, they grade, they pull out the top uh, 10% of their choice briskets and say that's the highest marbled choice we have. They, they, they sell it that way. Um, Creekstone Briskets um, is the brand that I use. They're out of right here at Wichita, Kansas. Um, their farms are certified Angus farms. That's all they kill is from their own farms. But I don't buy into certified Angus beef programs. That's There's too many loopholes, and it's being used, and I know the producers that are doing them. So I don't buy into that. Sorry, I'm off my soapbox. No, not at all. I mean, would it be <laughs> – so it would only be true then – Pardon me. If if there was if it was just one hundred percent certified, I mean, is there an Angus cattle out there? Like a hundred percent Angus? Absolutely. Oh. There's there, and believe it or not, there's red Angus, there's black Angus, um, but the one that everybody pushes is the black Angus. It's certified Angus beef. So does that mean it's red Angus or or, or black Angus? Um, they they predominantly go with black, but that's not. That's not the way it's it's wrote out, so it's hard to, hard to actually say. All right, so let me uh, finish the question I was going to ask you before we got this great information that I had no idea you were going to go on. <laughs> when you see you know two pitmasters like that who had made such uh, advocations for just stuff that you could get off the shelf, go to uh, now Wagyu-style briskets, are they just trying to amp it up a little more, or do you think that they're kind of falling into uh, some of this... Um, non-realistic glorification of, of what this Wagyu can do? No. Um, I think that they have 
fit that into their program. Like I said earlier, they have found the flavor of the beef that works with their cooking, that works with their smoke, that works with their rub. Um, it can. It, I've never cooked one again, but their time frame of cooking it might work better. Um, the guys that I know that do cook them, they talk about you can cook the flavor out of a wagyu, which would be the the fat, um, fat flavor, yep. and that's what that's what a lot of folks are getting or, or not getting is they're not getting the fat to break down properly. Fat breaks down between 107, what is it, 164 and 174. So if it doesn't break down, if it breaks down too fast, it runs right out of the meat. Um, so you have to, it has to break down properly for it to stay in there and for it to flavor. These guys have mastered the way the beef cooks and that's the best meat that they can find for their process. So, um, great. I have found the way to cook the other meats for my process. Dave Bosco joining us here on the show. All right, Dave, uh, last thing before I let you go. And uh, I meant to ask you about this earlier, but I'm just overwhelmed by uh, how great your uh, interview was tonight, so I didn't want to stop you from any balls that were rolling. Uh, You happen to also be giving a cooking class. What can you tell us about? Okay. Um, Central Lights will be the first bit of knowledge. This is is the first advertising for it. All right. I'm going to do my own. Yeah, I'm going to do my own cooking class January 20th and 21st here in my hometown, Chandler, Oklahoma. Um, My website will be updated probably within the next two days um, for registration forms and stuff of that. We're going to limit it to 30 30 students. Uh, You will be able to see, get, hear, touch, feel all of the uh, what I buy, my trimming procedures, my prepping, We'll go through it just like a comp. We'll start, like when I started the comp, we'll go through what we do. The next morning or that night, we'll have a a supper. We'll put the meat on. We'll go to bed. Then the next morning, we'll start bright and early. We'll do just what I do at a comp. We'll follow a natural, um, what a turn-in day would be. We'll go through that. Um, We're going to follow as close to turn-in times as possible. The only times that it might go over past a standard window would be if there's a lot of questions. Um, I don't want to leave a question unanswered. So as long as we got all the questions answered from chicken, we'll go right on into ribs um, and by, and then on down the road. But it'll be over when the last question's answered. Um, that's why I'm looking at it. We're going to answer and and really get in depth with the way I cook. Are you going to be building boxes and everything just like you would at a comp? Correct. We'll be building boxes and, and everything. Sounds great. You're going to be taking 30 students again uh, Central Ace. This is a uh, world premiere exclusive. Dave Bosco, Butcher Barbecue, going to be doing a class January 20th and 21st. Uh, that'll be 2012. Uh, do you have a, a price tag on this? Yeah, we're going to charge uh, $500 a student, 250 for a spouse, um, because they take up a seat, and that keeps another student from being in there because I'm taking 30 people. That's the way it's going to be. Uh, uh, relatives and teammates that are not married to the $500 entry cannot <laughs> say that they are a spouse. All right, so we're looking at 500 bucks uh, a student. What... Uh 
you know, you, I'm sure this is something you've deliberated over for a long time. Uh, cooking classes seem to be very popular here, especially over the last two or three years. Everybody that has some type of success seems to be giving them. What's going to be different about your class versus taking, you know, the other big handful of classes that we could chuck out, you know, anywhere between 450 to, to 700 bucks on? I do classes through the year anyway. I work with Cook Shack. We do three classes a year in catering and restaurant. Um, we do 25 students a class of that. So hosting a class I'm real familiar with. And then once a year, we do a cooking class with Fast Eddie up there in Cook Shack. Mm-hmm. Last year, I did a class in California. To, we co-hosted it with the, the California Barbecue Association. Um and there was, I think, 34 in that class, if I'm not mistaken. What will I bring to the table versus other people? Uh, knowledge. Uh, they can ask me a question that may not pertain to what I'm teaching them right there, but I'll probably be able to answer it if it comes to meat. Um, I, I, can, I can talk stick burner. I can talk pellet cooking. We can talk whatever. Uh, I, can, I can take what, we're do, what I'm doing, and they can tell me their procedure and I can work what I'm doing into their procedure and see if it can't help them out. That's what it's all about is to take that procedure that I'm doing and try to fit it into their world. That's what I think if anybody gets out of a class, that's what they got to be able to do is, is take bits and pieces and make it work for there. You can't take one complete person's cook and make it and how can I say, uh, clone it and make it exact for you because you're going to do something different somewhere down the road. Dave Bosca joining us here on the show. Uh, when are you going to be able to, to take applications or, or take entries for this class? Probably within two days. Um, we've got our site being changed around right now. Um, but here real quick, we'll have registration forms up on that. All right. So Central Light's getting a first knock at it. Again, we're looking at 500 bucks. It's going to be January 20th. And 21st coming up here in just a about a month and a half, I guess, from now. So uh, look forward to that. According to everybody here on Instant Chat, Dave, this is going to be probably one of the best classes you could take next year. And it seems that you're probably shortchanging yourself by at least $250 for the amount of stuff you're going to be giving out. What do you think? Let's raise the price right now, and I'll take half. <laughs> Maybe not. All right. Uh, ButcherBBQ.com is the website. Uh, Dave, I mean, I can't thank you enough. I held you over once. uh, Actually, you probably didn't even know, but I just held you over for two extra segments because the information was phenomenal. And I always appreciate talking, you know, some butcher stuff, some barbecue. That's why we call it Butcher Barbecue. And uh, I really appreciate you coming on tonight, Dave. Thanks a lot. Hey, Greg, I appreciate you. And you'll throw one shout out real quick. Do it. Um, Fred's Music and Barbecue Store should be receiving product today. Dave. 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 Oh, no. Oh, Dave, you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, so you just dropped out. You, uh, we dropped you out when you said Fred's Music and Barbecue. Yeah, they, they 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 should be receiving a full shipment in today, maybe tomorrow. Um, but y'all can go online and pick it up from them, too. They, they'll have a full line of everything we have. All right, there it is. Uh, Dave, again, appreciate the time. Thanks so much. Thanks. All Thanks, right, Greg. There he is, Dave. ButcherBBQ.com. Holy crap. 
Uh, and you're going to find that stuff uh, now at Fred's Music, sponsor of the show as well. Holy moly. Uh, Kevin, I apologize. I'm long, I know. You're not going to get that uh, information anywhere. Here, I thought this uh, show had uh, very bad makings uh, about four hours ago. <clears throat> had some uh, some pretty big pullouts, but we were able to reload with probably uh, at least 100 time better guest information than we had uh, originally planned. So uh, thanks so much to Dave. Man. I think it's safe to say... CAB program for Dave is equal to me and McRib. That's what I meant to ask Dave if he's ever had a McRib and if he knows what's in it. Uh, let me be honest. I'm pretty sure that I could have taken him in John Dawson's place in the first hour and done like a whole hour and a half. I was thinking about asking him about meat glue, what's made of McRibs, well, I mean, I was writing down questions on my sheet here. We just run out of time. I can't believe that we, we got that much information out of Dave. I mean, he was spectacular. Easily uh, one of the best interviews on this show that was just kind of spontaneous. That's why we love the live show, baby. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. First hour, we had Bob Trudnack from Barbecue Guru. We talked about the party queue. Send me an email if you want to see if you can get in on some of that group pricing if I can possibly do that bbqguru.com is the place to go to check it out John Dawson didn't make it but we'll try and reload him patiodaddyobbq.com is his website and then again a huge thanks to Dave Bosco from Butcher Barbecue butcherbbq.com easily probably going to be one of the most downloaded hours of this show at least in a recent memory We'll be back with a fully packed show again next week. Let me remind you to help control the rusty grill grate population. Season your cast iron grates after each and every use. As they cool down, have them a little bit of Pam, a little bit of Crisco. Have it bake in as it cools down. Long, carefree service each and every time. Also, September 11th, 2001. I will never forget. Till next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is your program host and proud U.S. American Greg Rempe. Good night now. 